Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey chickens, as a special Christmas New Year's treat, uh, this is a Patreon bonus episode that I've unlocked. Um, it is the first of the new theoretician level theories. Uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard, all the various levels are broken down for you there. Um, and I spent six episodes, so they, they come out weekly. Um, I spent six episodes talking about the Star Beast, uh, which it seems that the 60th anniversary episodes, or at least one of them, or some of it, uh, will be based on, um, featuring Beep the Meep and the Roth Warriors. So please settle in and enjoy this bonus episode. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a special Patreon bonus theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Uh, welcome to the new uh, theoretician level theory. Um, so, this is about the Star Beast. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm going to go through some comic books. I thought I would start with the most iconic, um, possibly the most reprinted. Uh, so, the first time I read Star Beast, um, the Star Beast, were, would have been in the 80s um, when they were reprinted in America uh, by Marvel Comics um, on like kind of fancy uh, paper. Um, would have been around the time The Watchmen was coming out uh, and these comics were drawn by Dave Gibbons who drew The Watchmen. So I think Marvel were trying to cash in on how insanely popular that comic was. It's like, oh, we've got some artwork here that we own because Doctor Who Weekly, which is where the comics were originally printed, um, was a Marvel comic uh, published by Marvel UK. And so they had the license to print Doctor Who comics way back then. Um, so it was originally in Doctor Who Weekly magazine numbers 19 to 26 which I think was 1980. They would have been 
printed like between February and April 1980. So it would have been just after um, season 17 had finished on TV because it finished in January, uh, which is the the first full season with Lala Ward playing the second Romana. Uh, script editor was Douglas Adams and it had gotten a, a little bit silly and fun. We did watch recently from that season the uh, the Nightmare of Eden, um, which was kind of weirdly serious, even though it was silly because it had like the whole drug plot, which Doctor Who never had never had before. Um, and Dave Gibbons did a new cover for every one of the um, Marvel reprints in the US. So they were all very fun and exciting. Um now, uh, this is written by, ostensibly written by Pat Mills and John Wagner. Like, each issue had the writing credits as Mills plus Wagner or Wagner plus Mills, depending who did the kind of lion's share of the writing. Um, they had kind of, I guess, a Lennon-McCartney sort of <laughs> deal going on. Um, John Wagner is the creator of Judge Dredd uh, and a bunch of other stuff. And Pat Mills was the creator of 2000 AD. He was the first editor of 2000 AD and was kind of brought in to, you know, build it from the ground up um, as a science fiction weekly comic book. Uh, and he created a whole bunch of... Um, amazing characters for 2018, including Nemesis the Warlock, which is a great, crazy series. <laughs> like, it's berserk. Um, the ABC Warriors, uh, which were a bunch of robots on Mars. Uh, like, it's got some weird colonialism vibe going on. Um, and also, he's usually quite political, Pat Mills. He's always kind of trying to um, upend the apple cart. <laughs> so to speak he's very much against the the sort of the the way britain is very much uh you know regimented into societal uh norms of the the gentry and working class and so he's always kind kind of trying to rail against um you know the aristocrats and all that kind of thing. So, like, he's got this... There's a great comic he came up with for 2008 AD called Defoe, uh, which is set in the 1600s, like 1666. Um, and it's... Which was a time when almost the, you know, the 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 aristocracy were thrown out. Um, but it's a zombie story. So, it's like, what if zombies invaded this period of history? So, it's just, yeah. And he gets very pointed about the the way working class people are kind of, you know, scapegoated. And yeah. Anyway, Pat Mills is uh, has written this and it's his kind of, you know, uh, attitude towards the working class and kind of um, making them the heroes of the story is very much at the four of this comic. Um, so, we'll start it out. Uh, so, this is going to be kind of a recap, but I'll probably do what I do when I recap uh, a, a TV story um, in that I'll, you know, double back on myself and talk about, you know, things that were going on at the time, all that sort of thing. Um, by the way, this comic can be found in about a million places. Um, I've got it in a, a, like a large graphic novel reprint uh, called... Is it the Iron Legion, I think? Um, it's basically the hot first run of the Dave Gibbons, Pat Mills, John Wagner, Steve Moore... Um, 
Doctor Who comics from Doctor Who Weekly and then Doctor Who Monthly. Uh, there's also, you know, it's been reprinted by IDW, I think. Uh, so there's a, it's been kind of disseminated a lot. And there is some kind of, there's been some talk online. I've not seen the pictures, but there's been some talk online that maybe something from this comic is going to turn up in one of the David Tennant specials, um, which is the reason I decided we should do this one first. So, you know, in case you want, you have no idea what's going on in the comic books, when the the show comes back, if there's something in there, that, whether it's an Easter egg or whether it's heavily explained or whatever it is, um, you'll be forearmed. Uh, <laughs> so, unless they remake the whole story and this is just one giant spoiler, but then the comic's been out since 1980. So, you know, it's been spoiled for a while. Uh, so, in part one... First page, huge splash page, like just one big picture for the page. It's a spaceship crashing uh, towards the fictional working class town of Black Castle. Um, there, it's gorgeous. Uh, and there's like little text boxes of uh, a newsreader denying the explosion at Black Castle Steel Mills was a crashing spaceship. And then we briefly see the newsreader talking about the Prime Minister warning the unions. <laughs> Like, clearly a Pat Mills story. Power imbalances and cover-ups are always front and centre. He's got this great story he came up with called Grey Shirt, which is about, um, you know, kind of like James Bondy uh, spies, but they've been, you know, like, hyper-trained to be super murderous. Um, and uh, they're kind of just manipulated by, you know, guys at those kind of dodgy clubs in London, you know, you have to have a special membership and you go and sit in the club with other, you know, high-ranking people. Like, it's, yeah, it's really, it's cool. Uh, anyway, um, the next day after the spaceship crashes, Sharon and Fudge, who are a pair of teenagers in a school uniform, are discussing the suspected alien crash. Um, Sharon tells Fudge that space comics rot your brain. <laughs> And then they see green slime that they follow to a shed where they find this cute ball of fluff with big manga-esque eyes and pointy ears. And all it says is, meep, meep. <laughs> Fudge is disappointed, uh, but Sharon thinks it's cute. And Fudge wants the alien to do something science fiction-y or he's going to sell it to the pet shop. <laughs> but um, Sharon uh, wants to help stop it bleeding and then hide it from the grown-ups because it's their alien. Uh, which I know feels like it's riffing on Steven Spielberg's E.T. But this came out like two years before E.T. did, I think. Um, like, when did E.T. come out in the cinema? I don't even remember. <laughs> E.T. the Extraterrestrial. 1982. So, yeah, this was 1980 um, and possibly written towards the end of 1979. So, yeah, it was a bit ahead of the curve. Um, uh, in space, there's another spaceship zooming past Earth and on board are like these insect-like uh, creatures called the Roth Warriors. And one of them snaps a big crab claw with a big sclack uh, special effect. I love the sound effects in comics. Just like great big sclack with an exclamation mark. Um, and it declares the meep has crashed on the third planet of the system and he swears it will die. Um, the TARDIS materialises with the Doctor singing that he's off to sunny Spain. Um, in the dark, he tells K-9, oh, they're not in Benidorm. Uh, to which the robot's dog says, correct. The fourth Doctor pops out wearing this huge sombrero, uh, wondering where the randomizer has dumped them. 
Uh, of course, this is after the key to time. The whole last series was all randomizer episodes um, because they're trying to hide from the Black Guardian who's angry at them for smashing the key to time apart. Um, so the do- although Romana's not in the TARDIS. So I don't know where they've dumped her. Um, the Doctor wonders why the starship they've landed on is in pitch darkness and tries to turn a light switch on, which turns out to be the eyeball of a Roth warrior. <laughs> then a laser bolt blows up the Doctor's sombrero and K-9 tries to shoot at it, but it's impervious to his uh, little K-9 rays, which is weird at this point of Doctor Who because everything seemed to collapse in front of K-9's rays. Uh, then the Roth uses his big claw to knock off K-9's head. No! Um, and this chapter ends with a prehensile tongue coming out of the Roth's insect mouth and grabbing the doctor's head. Uh, all right, part two in the next episode. If you want to hear more of that, you can subscribe at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. Next episode, we'll be talking some more about the teaser trailer. Um, How did you feel about it? Send me an email. It's theory at adamrichard.com.au or you can message me on Twitter, on uh, Instagram at Adam Richard, uh, or you can jump on the fabulous Adam Richard uh, Facebook page or the Facebook group, the Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group. I'd love to read your messages. I'm looking forward to hearing them. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.